Hello friends, welcome back to Do It For The Process, which is still currently being taken over by Share The Work. This is the last day though, so after today, we go back to our beautiful flow of two podcasts per month with poetry and thoughtfulness and a lot of discussions around pleasure and play and creativity and growing a business that aligns with you, which is something that I care deeply about. And I think you probably do too, if you're still here. Welcome. I'm Emily Jeffords. I'm an artist. I'm an educator. I'm a mother of three. I am a traveler about to lead a retreat in Italy in like two weeks. I'm very excited about it. I also have the honor of leading artists through an online masterclass called Making Art Work. I'm sure you've heard about it. I talk about it a lot. I love this space. I love this course. I love this community. Both components of it, both the education that I get to offer others and the community space that we get to offer to each other are so very meaningful and so transformative and so, so sweet. It's honestly like the best community I've ever met in the online space, in particular in the creative space. And I am honored to get to create this space. And it's just really, really precious. If you're joining us, doors are open through today, Thursday, August 31st. After today, I am so sorry, but they are closed and it's going to be okay, but I'm really, really sad and I really wish you were in here. So if you're hearing this before August 31st or on August 31st, then join us because this course will change your life. It will change your business. It will make your business into something that is able to grow with you and thrive alongside you in which you can thrive and you can grow and you can be the human that you need to be this really, really beautiful and kind of scary thing happens when you're growing a business in 2023 and probably far beyond this, where you begin to realize that you're creating vulnerable, meaningful work in your studio, work that comes from you that is personal and intimate and thoughtful. And the creation process is usually pretty quiet and meditative and just you and your studio alone, right? And then you're asked to put that work out into the world And I'm asking you to do that. I'm saying that you should do it. I stand by that. You totally should. To grow a business online, to grow a business in this day and age, whether it's in person or online, you really do have to put your work out there in some capacity. But in order to do that, you have to bring that tender, powerful, intimate thing. And it feels like it crashes into the chaos and the clutter and the noise and the energy of the online space of the world that feels like 2023 just feels noisy and it feels loud and it feels a little bit chaotic. So that contrast happens. And in order for your work to survive in that chaos, you, the artist, the one in charge of marketing, the one in charge of bringing your work to the world effectively, you have to do so consistently And in a way that removes all doubt and is filled with trust, it is filled with attraction, which when your work is speaking for itself, it will attract the right people if you give it space to do so. It will take that space that you give it and draw people to it. Your work is so powerful and so capable of speaking on its behalf, but only when you give it that platform, when you give it that space, when you give it that stage and shine that spotlight on it and say, hey, everyone, audience, hello, let's pay attention to my work now. It's it's worth it. And it is, it is worth it. And it will speak and it will attract people to it. Making it work focuses quite a lot on that piece, that bravery that it takes from you, that 
self-assurance and confidence that it takes from you to be the one that markets your work effectively. But then how do you do that? Where do you market it? In what ways? Do you run ads? Do you use Instagram? Do you use Pinterest? Do you uh, have your work in local shops? Do you license your work? Do you focus on your email list? How do you do this? How do you grow this thing effectively? Um, and then we pair that with, you know, strategy, like what should your business entail? What should you offer? If this is making you happy, then it's probably going to succeed fairly well. If it's not fully making you happy, then maybe you think about something else and think about offering something else. So we talk a lot about business strategy, about having clear and defined goals that are built on your desires and on your unique abilities and, um, mindset and emphasis and focuses and what your where your skills lie um, we also talk about how to create a thriving business because those two things are very aligned if you're thriving your business will probably thrive as well if you're suffering your business will suffer you the human are directly linked to your business but how can you create a business that thrives more effortlessly while you put effort into maybe being a human. I'm a perfect example of that. I took this past spring almost completely off. Not totally. I did, you know, quite a a bit still, but I took it much slower than I have in past years and really rested and gave myself space on my sabbatical to just like be a human, be a mom, be someone that paints sometimes, be someone that teaches sometimes and just rest a little bit. Because I realized that Emily, the human, needed to kind of recalibrate and remind myself that I am not a machine. I am a human. Um, Capitalism does not own me. And that can be kind of scary. And if my business wasn't set up as well as it is, if I didn't have the structures that I do and the, um, the ability to kind of wax and wane like nature does... I couldn't do that. There's no way I could have taken the spring almost entirely off and rested and let myself refocus. And because I rested, because I gave myself that incubation, gentle hibernation period, now I am so energized. I can't tell you like, woo, let's go. Um, I am so ready to do making art work. I'm so ready to teach and to offer so much to this creative community. I'm so ready to do these retreats. I can't wait to create my new paintings. I just, I have it in me. I gave myself what I needed and now I'm like, all right, let's go. I am excited. So we talk about that business harmony and that ebb and flow and creating something that can be sustainable and that has income that can flow even when you might need to pause. And then when you're ready to put energy into it again, it can be that renewed vigor and that renewed, just good juice. So that is all inside of making your work. Um, go visit the site. I mean, like I said, the last day to join us today. So go to emilyjeffordslearn.com, read all about it. I guarantee this course will absolutely pay for itself um, in no time at all. It is very similar to an MBA for artists. And I am certain because I've watched it happen so many times that in nine short weeks, that is not very long, I'll help you value your work, clarify your messaging, elevate your brand, attract an audience that loves your work and loves you. And I know that because I've watched so many artists go through this course and come out with those exact results. So go read the website, see if it's right for you. 
Um, read the testimonials. There is some very beautiful testimonials from our alumni. Um, their words are powerful and just honest and true and just, oh my gosh, they're so humbling and so good. When you're part of a community that's evolving together and focusing on the same topics at the same time, focusing on the same messaging and just ideas, as you go through the modules, we cover different themes each week. So as you go through those modules and those themes and those topics with a community that's all heading in the same direction, something magical happens. Suddenly you become normal, <laughs> which is awesome because a lot of times as an artist, the things that feel um, scary or confusing or exciting or thrilling to us other people in our lives don't quite understand. Like, for instance, if I got to deal with anthropology tomorrow, I would be jumping for joy. I know I've done it before. It's thrilling. It's thrilling. And unless someone understands what that means to you, they might go, oh, congratulations. That's really great. When you and I know that this is life-changing, like this is something that you worked hard hard to get here. You invested so much in your, in your business. You clarified your brand so beautifully. You created work that is so worthy of being noticed in this way. If you get a gallery show, same thing. If you get a, uh, a sale across the globe, same thing. Like there's these moments that need to be celebrated, that need to be affirmed. There's also struggles that you and I go through that most people don't realize are struggles or haven't thought through or don't need to think through ever. Small things like where do you get your packing tape? And of course, big things like, okay, I'm thinking about creating an entire new offer. Um, I'm thinking about creating a workshop in France. How do I do this? Like these, you know, big and small issues that you and I have to think through to grow our businesses. And they're so much fun. Actually, I had a, a mindset shift myself while I was teaching live inside of Share the Work a couple days ago. I realized while teaching that there is this moment that happens when you have inspiration, you have a, an idea, a possibility, an opportunity enter your mind. Maybe it's something as small as I should change the button color on my website. I should make my, my button colors orange instead of yellow. Maybe it's something huge, like I need to travel to Japan to do an artist residency. When you have those ideas, big or small, it doesn't matter. The idea comes into your mind and you come to a decision-making process. Are you going to decide, yes, oh my gosh, yes, I can do that. I'm in, let's go. It can be, like I said, it can be something small, like, oh, I need to take better photos or, oh, I should do this uh, new opportunity or I should create this or... I can shift this. It doesn't matter. Whatever the decision-making process might lead you to, you have the chance to go, oh, yes, okay, now I can play. Now I can create. Now I can do that. Or, ugh, no. Nope, can't do it. Not for me. Not right. Not going to happen. I don't have the resources. I don't have the abilities. I don't have whatever. You can either instantly shift negative or you can shift positive. And I see this most powerfully when an artist comes to a decision that might help them evolve. Some artists come to that decision and think, oh yes, I've got this. I know I have space to grow. I know there's a lot ahead of me. I know it's going to be a lot of work, but I've got this. I'm ready. Let's go. And other artists go, 
that's too hard. I can't do it. It hasn't worked in the past. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not going to have the results that I want. It's going to be disappointing. I can't. Let me just tell you the ones that succeed do not say I can't. They might say not right now. They might say this isn't the right time. They might say, wow, okay, this is going to be really hard, but I can, I can. If you have an I can attitude as an artist, you can create anything. If you begin with I can't, you won't. You never will. You literally never, ever will. I am about to write a book. (laughs) I've been working on this book in my mind and a little bit on paper for two years. This book, actually, it's probably two books. These books are going to come out of my body. They're going to come out of my mind. I have absolutely no doubt. I can see them. I can feel them. They're here. Have I done it yet? No. Am I going to? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I'm going to sit down and make these books happen. I have an I can attitude. Have I done it yet? No. Is it going to be a ton of work? Yes. It's going to be so much work. Is it going to pay off? I have no idea. I have no clue. Will anyone buy them? I have no idea. Will a publisher publish them? I do not know. But I can and I will do them. Have that attitude as often as you can in your business. As you take on that I can attitude, suddenly your creativity is activated and not your sense of lack. Creativity is a highly positive and uh, it takes a lot of It takes a lot of positive energy from your mind to be creative. It is, I don't think it's possible to be creative when you're in a negative mindset. I think it is going to turn creativity off, shut it down, doesn't work, right? Not effective. Um, The beauty of being inside and making art work is you're surrounded, surrounded by artists that are saying, I can. And suddenly you saying, I can, to things that feel a little audacious a little bit crazy, a little bit risky, suddenly that becomes normalized. And saying I can is no longer risky. It's no longer strange. It's no longer weird. Suddenly your I can is, of course you can. Yeah, go for it. On the website, you can hear from our alumni uh, partway down the page. And there's just so, so many beautiful, beautiful um, testimonials just straight from the Facebook group from our community space. Troop Cargini says, I'm posting a little win here. This month I launched my watercolor membership, Thrive with Troop D, and welcome 32 founding members. Inside of Thrive, I teach watercolor enthusiasts how to grow their skills and mindset so they can create confidently and overcome fear. I've always wanted to create a safe space where I could show up with my people and provide not only watercolor classes, but also gentle critiques and encouragement. And she goes on to explain how that happened for her. It's so exciting. Taylor says, looking back over the past year or four years, it has been hard to understand the kind of growth that has happened. But this year, whoa, I felt so blessed that I owe it all the changes to making it work with Emily and to the collective. I wouldn't be where I am in my art practice without both of these things. They've changed my business entirely and completely. The best is yet to come. Emma says, making art work is the best money I've ever invested in myself. Do it. It has literally changed my life. If you're serious about selling your art, you will save yourself a lot of time trying to figure it out all by yourself. I love the collective, but making art work is the bomb. Ashley says, guys, 
with a lot of S's and exclamation points. I'm floored right now. I launched a collection. This is the first collection I properly marketed with Emily's strategies, and I have a total of 24 watercolor abstracts. And within three hours of launching this morning, I've almost sold half of them. I expected to sell maybe one. I have a following of 300 on Instagram, and I have 58 people on my email newsletter. I have a tiny following, but I feel like this is huge, totally unexpected success. I just want to share this win with you, and a huge thank you to Emily for sharing her strategies. There are so many stories like this of artists just being like, I am doing it. I've got this. And the community just coming around them and being like, yes, of course you are. Of course you are. You've got this. And I can watch you succeed and I can cheer alongside you. And that is so very exciting. Okay, today, inside of Share the Work, I am going to strongly encourage you to take the massive risk It's not really a risk. I'm just trying to tell you that it's a risk because, you know, it sounds exciting. Take the massive leap and elevate your online shop. If you have an online shop, I want you to think through what's happening inside of your online shop. If you don't have one, I want you to be very, very brave and begin to set up your online shop. And I want this because if you are ready to see your creative work thrive in the world, people have to have a space to come and interact with your work. Part of that can happen on your website. We've talked about that a lot this week and last week. Part of that can happen in your social media, and it can happen when if you see if they see your work online or in a shop or at a show or in a gallery. But your online space is the space to connect with your work most holistically, most consistently in this modern world, right? Part of that is connecting and falling in love and removing all doubt and letting people sink into your work and find connection in your work. And in that, they want to purchase your work. They want to invest in your work. Let them own your work. If you have an online shop already, I want you to think through the listing in particular, okay? Um, I'm gonna share three things I want you to update and shift in your listing. Here we go. The first thing we're gonna think through is your images. The images that you share of your work are the only connection your audience has to your work, right? You know that. If you're sharing your work online, they only have that one thing to go off of. So if your images and videos are not good, you're going to instill doubt and not a lot of connection to your work, right? People are going to look at the images and be like, okay, yep, nope, I'm out, bye. We don't want that. Not good. Okay, so image quality, that's uh, very, very important. In addition to that though, I want you to think through how many images you have on your site and what they are focused on. So in the workbook that we uh, that I talked about a little while ago, go back up to the shot list. Inside of the shot list, on page six, inside of the shot list, I want you to think through your product images. It's important to have a simplified background. That way you can share that one image um, with things like editors and wholesale stockists and uh, different places where you might want to share your work online that doesn't have a lot of your brand soaked into it. It's a nice, simple image, shares your work effectively. It's very honest and clear and clean, right? In addition to that, though, having images that share your brand and share the essence, the feeling of your work is very important. This could be images like your work styled in a space or being worn by a person or being held by somebody or 
Uh, just give, like, give your work some context with this kind of image. I'd recommend if you're selling something that's a little bit higher price point that you have between three and maybe 10-ish images of your work that are all good, of this one piece that are all good. Um, you can have angled shots that kind of show the details and the textures. You can have um, images styled. You can have close-ups. You can have more simple images, but have enough to remove all doubt and offer a lot of space for connection, okay? Images, number one, very, very, very important. Again, if your images are not good, no one is going to buy your work. We talk a lot about this in making your work, including some tips for taking good images, capturing your work well and effectively, all these things. The next thing to think through is your copy. This is the area that I see most creatives and most, honestly, most small businesses failing at uh, is their copy. Either it's way too long or far more common, way too short. If your listing is saying title, information, size, um, buy it now, that's not enough. It's not enough for me to sink into and want to purchase. And I think I'm not alone in this because the sites that are doing this well offer a little bit more depth, a little bit more story, a little bit more context. I don't need a lot. I just need to know maybe, oh, give me two sentences of about the artwork or about the product itself. It doesn't have to be an entire essay, just enough to like connect with it a little bit, to sink into it a little bit, a little bit of context. It can just be so helpful in making those deeper connections. If your artwork is untitled, if the product is untitled, then I would create even more space for connection because often people connect and, and attach to a title. There's some meaning in that title for them and they just delight in that. If it's untitled, then just give me a little bit more to go off of. That way I can sink into something in the description itself. Of course, the actual description is important. Like, what is this thing made out of? What size is it? How will it feel? What will, you know, just, you know, think through the details. Um, doubt is the quickest way to lose a sale across the board. If they've gotten that far, if you help them, if you've guided them into your site well enough and they're now in a listing, that's huge. It's amazing. To be in a listing is amazing. But if they're there and they don't purchase, then there's some reason that they moved away from that. It's some layer of doubt, whether it was the images, they weren't, you know, singing about your work well, the, there wasn't enough space for connection, the details weren't clear, something drew them away. The price point wasn't quite what they were expecting in some form, whether too low, that happens sometimes, or too high, that happens sometimes also. Um, again, I haven't said this yet, but price for your business's needs, not the comfort level of your customers. You can attract customers that are comfortable with your pricing. Um, I always recommend doing that inside of making your work for sure. The next thing I want you to think through, so the number one is photos, number two is your description, the third is your shop. So before they actually click into the listing itself, how does the shop page feel? Um, a site that does this so well is Lalabo, L-E-L-A-B-O. Uh, it's a perfumery and their shop images are just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, I recommend thinking through how does the shop feel before you actually click into the listing itself. I like to have three in a row on an online shop, um, one, two, three, one, two, three, the different product 
you know, rows. That way you can see the image well, it's not too small, it's also not too big, so I'm not getting lost as I scroll down. Think, how, think about how they communicate with one another. Are they looking good together? Um, is the product speaking to the product next to it aesthetically? Um, think through all these things. I guarantee that if your studio shop is functioning well and looking a certain you know level of excellence, your sales are going to go up in your website, which is awesome. You also don't have to sell your work on a website. There are other options. And at the end of this workbook, I talk about a few other options that you can consider. Of course, a, web, a website or an online shop are awesome. You could also use a third-party platform like Etsy or Amazon or eBay. You can also sell your social media, or I'm sorry, you can also sell your work on social media, like on Instagram via like an Instagram shop or a Facebook shop. Um, or even just selling on Instagram, like having a buy now, comment below type of thing. Um, there's definitely ways that you can do that where you don't even have to have an online shop. So get creative. If that feels prohibitive to have an online shop and to have a website, then be creative about it. You don't have to have that at all. You can just share your work, um, ask your buyers to comment. And if they comment, you can bill them on PayPal or on Squarespace or on Stripe or on I'm sorry, PayPal or Venmo or Square. There we go. I got them all out. Um, there are lots of options for you. Okay. If you're ready to grow your business this year, join Making Art Work. Like I said, doors are open through tonight. I can't wait to see you in there. I can't wait to see so many artists in there. Um, but regardless, I want to see you grow. I want to see you thrive and succeed this year, come to every choice that you get to make, whether it comes to your business or your creativity or really anything in your life. And when you come to that decision-making point, tip towards positivity, tip towards affirming yourself versus negativity. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to do it. It doesn't mean you have to see us to every option that comes your way. You can say no, say, oh, I love that, but not right now. That's a positive no, not, oh, I can't. There's no way I could do that. That's a negative no. So have positive affirmations as often as possible. It will change everything about your business. Inside of Making It Work, we have a mantra that's so simple. 1% better a day. I'm going to give you a thousand things that you can and should do to grow your business. I'm going to give you everything that I know. Your job is to say, yes, awesome. I'm ready 1% a day. I'm going to change 1% today. I'm not going to change everything. I'm not going to do everything at once. I'm not going to burn out. I'm not going to overwhelm myself. I'm going to change 1% today. That's all. It can be that simple. It can be that natural, that organic. Go into the rest of your day with that mindset. Go into the rest of your career with that mindset. It will change absolutely everything. Thank you for letting me speak so much to you in this space. Thank you for joining the Share the Work event. Thank you for giving me so much of your energy. It has been a deep honor and a delight. And I am so thankful for this community, for the ways that you show up for me, for your generosity, for the ways that you show up for yourself. That has been so beautiful and surreal and special to get to witness. So thank you for doing that. 
And thank you for sharing your work with the world. It's deeply important, deeply meaningful, and it's an honor to get to watch you be vulnerable and to get to watch you be bold and brave. Okay, with that, I will be back here in two weeks with another episode and a poem if all goes well. I should be in Italy when I publish that episode, and I'm very excited for that trip and that experience and to enjoy this creative retreat with some incredible artists. Um, it's going to be very, very special and beautiful. So follow along on Instagram if you want to watch that process unfold and watch the retreat from, um, you know, kind of like my point of view. It'll be very special. On Instagram, I'm Emily underscore Jeffords. If you've enjoyed this episode and this mini series inside of Share the Work, please do me the honor of rating and reviewing this podcast. It would mean a lot to me. I've given a lot into this space. My voice is tired. Can you tell? <laughs> um but I feel like it's been so gratifying, but it would be very sweet to hear from you. So if you have some words you'd like to share with me, um, do so in the, in the rating and review. I would love to hear what you have to say. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being so generous with your energy and your time and your creativity. Okay. Bye for now.